Ladies, gents, one guy, one phone, part four of our World Cup series 2022. Today, none other than the Netherlands, aka Holland, one of the most virtuous and tolerant countries uh, on the planet, self proclaimed. Um, the tolerance, what I've noticed is um, a lot of the tolerance is going to like the bullshit that uh, America tells them, like weapons of mass destruction. In Iraq, and now we're gonna send troops there. That's that's what we were very tolerant of because we didn't ask any critical questions. We said, oh, "Okay, when are we going?" <laughs> and same with Afghanistan. So yeah, mostly the tolerance is just you know being a bitch boy for NATO and and America. Um, that's something that I've noticed, and it's also funny that the, those very countries like Denmark, England, Holland, the people that that play a part in that war and that were part of the coalition of the willing they're also the countries that uh, wag the finger uh, the loudest and when it comes to other people's human rights and stuff so yeah even though like not a single politician has paid a price was held accountable for um yeah joining lying us into a war basically or either being so stupid to not see through the lies of america or um, willfully ignoring the lie of America just so that we can look good. But of course, they also had to make make statements because you can't just you know let it happen. You got to make sure you show the world that you are one of the virtuous uh, guys. So of course they couldn't do the one love armband because there will be a yellow card. So I think what they did was they met uh, with some uh, migrant workers. So the very people uh, that are building stadiums under terrible conditions uh, without safety measures and being severely underpaid and basically slave labor for a lot of them, their passports got taken. Um, so, yeah, all around terrible conditions. So they they met with like 20 of them. I don't know how they were selected, but and they did like a like a practice session, like a training session, did some autographs some some pictures and kicked the ball around. Um, which yeah, I don't want to downplay it. Like for the, for those people, that is probably like one of the highlights of their life. I mean, granted, they don't have a lot of highlights if that's the life uh, you're leading. But um, yeah, you got to acknowledge for them that that was a really cool thing to happen, and they probably talk about it for for years to come. Um, so yeah, I don't want to minimize the importance for for these twenty people, but it's just strikes me as a little bit ironic that. You want to raise awareness for that situation uh, while at the same time staying in a hotel that costs like 500 euros a night. These people maybe make like 50 euros a month and you're, you're spending the night in your, in your $500 like six-star hotel with, you know, caviar room service and infinity pools and golden faucets and whatnot that is also built by those very people um, that you all of a sudden care so much about because they're building soccer stadiums. But they also build all the other buildings. And there's also other countries where they're also doing the same thing. So it's, it's, it strikes me as very, uh, very hypocritical. And you're not really making any, any statement about it either. So, yeah, that's, that, that's the Dutch for you. So they felt like they did... They did what they had to do and show the world, show the West. Because I don't know what, what they think. Like, they think, 
that now they're going to be paid better or something? Like, I said this before, like, they've already had, like, seeing those very people suffer, like, in 120 degrees up on those, you know, construction sites. That didn't do anything for the Qatari and for the Western companies that are also involved in this, by the way, including Dutch companies that are making a pretty penny off of it. Um, so they think actually seeing those people working in those conditions, that's not going to do anything. But now you kicking a ball around with them, that somehow is going to trigger like the empathy or something. It's just, I don't understand. It's just an arrogant approach that like if we raise awareness to it now, now you're going to care. And then after the, you know, the training session's over, like half an hour, you know, there's some autographs, some selfies, and then we go back to our, to our fancy hotel. Well, you go back to your, your tent. All right, guys, some new shit has come to light. Uh, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, pimps. I always stand corrected. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I was wrong with the, the Russian sanctions, sanctions against Russia. I thought they weren't going to work. I, uh, I took it all back. So I'm going to do the same thing here. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. Today was the Holland versus Qatar game, or Qatar versus Holland. Uh, third game in the group stage. And I thought, you know, it's going to be another hollow, empty, virtue signal statement that doesn't mean anything. Because um, the uh, Emir was going to be there, the Emir of Qatar. Um, so I thought, you know, they're going to do something lame. Something safe, but you know, just so that they could they could show, um, they can buy off their guild for for a little while and then just continue as they do with everything. But um, I was wrong, and I have to admit it. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And turned out the foreign minister that the Dutch sent, um, she didn't wear a one love uh, armband like some of her colleagues. But um, that was too much, too big of a gesture, I think. But she did wear a pin, a one love pin, like a tiny pin that she put on her, on her coat. So suck on that, Qatar. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. So uh, even less than than an armband. She wore an actual pin. A one love pen. And again, like without any irony, like she actually, it was a big discussion in Holland beforehand. Ooh, what's she going to do? And then, oh, is it going to be an armband? Is it going to be a pen? And turned out it was the pen that she wore. I mean, brave doesn't even do it justice. Uh, heroic. Like the, the, the sacrifice, I can't even begin to grasp. She must have felt so good in the morning, waking up in that fancy hotel, um, paid for by the emir. She must have, uh, you know, she must have felt so righteous, so sanctimonious when she put that pin on. She must have felt so, so brave. She was taken on the whole world. It was her moment in the spotlight. And, you know, of course, uh, the old cameras are zooming in on the pin. I mean, they couldn't find it. It was very tiny. It's kind of hidden away. But I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure the whole world saw it. And I mean, definitely like the Emir, like he, I think we're going to see some big changes in Qatar. Don't be surprised, not only in Qatar and the whole Middle actually the whole world. I wouldn't be surprised if within a week, like gay marriage is, um, is legal worldwide. 
after this statement. I mean, especially coming from such a prominent, you know, politician. I mean, I forgot her name, but uh, yeah, massive, massive statement. So I stand corrected. I take it all back. Meanwhile, they uh, they take the word of their uh, colleagues from Ukraine, from the Ukraine Foreign Ministry, for the gospel and present it in the news without without any questions asked. Russians running out of missiles. Sure, put it in the news. Uh, Russians are raping women and children. Sure, put it in the news. No need to fact check. Every single thing coming from Ukraine, it's not fact check. Present it in the news. They're using Viagra, which is the same lie they used in the, in, uh, in Libya, by the way. They they recycled their own lie. First, it was uh, Gaddafi that gave his troops um, Viagra, and now they're using the same. So they're, they're also recycling the lies. But yeah, the Russian economy is in the tank. Putin's got the cancer. Uh, Russia's about to lose Crimea. Could be any day now. And the Russians blew up their own pipeline and they're shelling their own uh, power plants and stuff. You know the lies. Uh, yeah, they they take all of that for the gospel. They take videos from the Azov Battalion and put them in the news at 8 o'clock. No questions asked. And then they're complaining about the press situation in Qatar. Also, still uh, haven't heard a single word of apology for their participation in the war in Iraq, where two million people died, but they seem to be very upset about a couple hundred migrant workers dying, but they don't seem as upset about a couple hundred thousand people dying in a war, innocent innocent civilians that, you know, they were a part of. But, hey, they're wearing a pin at least, so they are the good guys, as they have been. Uh, throughout history, as the people in uh, Srebrenica, they're the protectors and the guardians of everything that's uh, that's virtuous. Maybe that's when you should have made a statement when those seven thousand um, men were taken away to be executed under you, your supervision. Uh, that's that would have been a good time to make a statement with your army that was there. Although I have to say, it was a really nice uh, pin, very very visible. Although she did wear a scarf over it, by the way, when she was actually meeting like the Qatari delegation. I don't even think she got to meet the emir himself. But whatever the delegation was, she wore a scarf so that they didn't have to see the actual pen. Like the people that should be the recipient of the message, right? Because it's supposed to be about the situation in Qatar. So the, the only people that could have any impact on changing anything, they didn't get to see it because she was too afraid to actually show it. So it was a pin that was then also covered by a scarf. Could you do less? Could you do less? Anyway, so much for the Dutch. If it ain't Dutch, it ain't much.